the outlaw Stevie James, the hardest part of the ring, Crowbar, we are the Cubs, and you are listening to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Welcome everyone to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet, my name's Ross McLeod and I'm joined by two men despite the nickname Bad Company, have been a right laugh for me so far. <laughs> one is the hardest part of the ring, one is the outlaw, it's Crowbar and Stevie James, Pubs, lads, thanks for joining us. How you doing? Thanks for having us. So, just before we start, where can we find you on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook? You can find us on Twitter, I don't know what at Stevie James 1986. I'll be linked to Stevie's profile somewhere. <laughs> you find him on it. Aye, if you go into Stevie's, he's there somewhere. If you go into Stevie's, you won't find us, however, you can find us at Suplex Retweet, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, like, follow, tweet us. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, all good Android podcasting sites. If we're not there, it's not really worth your time, is it? <laughs> so, we're going to start this interview the way we start just about every interview on Suplex Retweet. It's why are you passionate about pro wrestling and where did that passion come from? Stevie, I'll start with you. Ever since, like, I was about five maybe, I, like, I remember watching it with my gran and my mum. And just been obsessed. And then I got older into my teens, like the attitude era came about, and I was obsessed with that as well. And then I started getting into ISW. And then after, like, because before that, I'd seen only like the only British shows I'd seen was like Fake Undertaker and <laughs> Bret Hart, and it just ruined it for me. I was like, ah, British wrestling sucks. Mm-hmm. And then I saw ISW, and my mind was blown, and I wasn't saying I was like, I want to do that. And what were you doing? I watched wrestling as a kid, as, as everybody does. So I grew up watching, like, say, Demolition, Bushwhackers, Bret Hart, the other older kind of generation, and then I fell away from it. And then when my nephew was born and he started watching wrestling, just by chance there was an advertisement that came up on Facebook for uh, the GPWA to train to become a wrestler. So I thought, hey, this, is, this might be pretty cool for today with my nephew and stuff like that. So joined that and then I just got re-immersed in it and re-hooked in it. So that kind of covers my next question for you, Crowbar. These are Asylum Originals, and am I right in saying these were late 20s when you started training? Aye, I was aye. Aye, you were, I was 31. So you were 31, but your reason for going back was like your nephew, and mm-hmm. cool thing for him. What, what was it for you? Was it just the simple fact that ICW came along yeah, later like, on? Yeah, like, like, I didn't really know much about any other training skills growing up. Like around about my area, so like when I found out about GPWA, I was like, That's, I need to do that. Mm-hmm. And I'd sit there going, I'm going to join up, and time would pass, and I was like, ah, fine, I'm doing this now. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to. I mind when I must have been 16, 17, in the back of like, pro wrestling magazines, there was uh, an advertisement for a wrestling school in Blackpool, ran by some guy, and my mum at that time had actually wrote away and uh, asked for information, and we got a letter back saying, Oh, you needed to have this insurance, you needed to have that, and you were gone down for two weeks and it was costing two and a half grand. It was something ridiculous like that. And that was my only kind of thing of getting uh, linked for training when I was when I was younger. And then I fell away from it. Yeah, I was absolutely the same when I started like going to shows with a group of pals who were with now. You know, you, you meet people who go to so many schools. I didn't realise how many schools were in Scotland. Like, <laughs> I thought it was maybe one or two and the rest were all down in England because... Like for him, for like Drew McIntyre, he went to England. Uh, Obviously, at his time, there wasn't I the likes of the asylum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what, what do you make of the asylum's progress from day one? Like, because you were there the first, you know, the first wave of the originals. We were the fourth intake. Fourth intake was Aye, we? fourth intake when it was in the wee unit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gross so much, isn't it? Aye, <laughs> Aye it's, it's massive. And you've got 
guys that even the talent that's that's coming through that you don't see on like the five pound wrestling shows mm-hmm. or anything like that. We see it in, in training, and some of the guys are absolutely brilliant. When when they start getting put on, put on shows, they're going to they're going to kill it. The quality of talent coming through is like second to none, especially the, as you say the amount of coaches you've got, different styles and stuff they can pass on. It's mm-hmm. It's brilliant. Plus, you've got the added benefit of um, Wolfgang being the NXT Wolfgang UK and, and Kelly being the NXT, mm-hmm. BT Gun being World of Sport, World of Sport Stevie Boy World of Sport. Mm-hmm. So, you've got just so much lineage in, in the way of coaching. It's, ah, it's, it's not just one style you're talking about, like there's a, a mash of all of them together in you. It's brilliant. Uh-huh. So, did the two of you know each other before you started training? And if not, what was it that brought you together? What was it that kind of clicked with the two years. We met at the asylum. Aye, we, we met at the asylum. I think it was... What, a bunch of lumps that we were doing? Aye. Aye, <laughs> we, we, we just had to pair off and practice our strikes and I paired off with Stevie and it was... Uh, back and forth, guys. Aye, just back and forth. It was, it was hitting each other in the stomach before you, you graduated to hitting each other in the face and we just knocked a bunch of shite out of each other. <laughs> three of us just punching crap at each other and it was like... I guess getting Stevie went to him with a fist size and then after that I think we started that, working together I, we just started working together started going out for beers together and stuff like that so it's aye and uh, it just kind of evolved from there and then we were like ah, we got a long pipe man this would work good together yeah. did you take it to the coaches that you wanted to be a team or was it the coaches that seen how well you gelled and went it was a good team it was a bit of both because at the time I was tagging way with somebody else and Stevie was singles Stevie had a very very promising singles career until he got involved <laughs> with me and then I just ruined his career I was we had a couple of matches against each other and it was actually BT Gun that turned around and went why is why Stevie no use aye makes sense you are essentially the same look you are into all the same stuff it's just makes sense huh? and obviously both had Purge as a team since then, but we also get the prestigious Purge at the <laughs> at oh, the I secret know. show. Why did none of you want to team with Leighton? Like, you, you passed that poor boy about, like, well, I, I won't say it on air, but you know, you passed him about quite frequently. What was it he was called? Stevie uh, Buzzard? Stevie Buzzard. Aye, uh, it was no, no, nothing against we Leighton. I, 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 I think he's great, but he's no Stevie. Well, and he's no crowbar. It's like... Aye, it's, that's aye, a, uh, it's, it's like us two, us two against the world and, and we late thinks he can come in and go, oh, just because he rode a scooter down in Bristol. Peyton appeared in his face thinking he's tough now. It's like, ah, uh, Leighton. Nah. To be fair, done pretty well, but I think that's... I think that might only be reserved for special occasions. Okay, so it sh- we shouldn't be expecting it anytime soon, though. No. Well... You didn't expect it in a secret show, well, so yeah. the next secret show coming up. Oh, you know. Alright, so since you were put together, you've become somewhat a fixture on the Scottish tag team scene, the likes of PWE, Wrestling Experience Scotland, ICW. Were the two of you fans of tag wrestling growing up? And if so, what are your influences that you've tried to bring into your own tag team work? I absolutely love tag team wrestling growing up. Teams like the Heart Foundation, you know, you've got that. You've got, like, I love the Steiner Brothers growing up as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Legion of Doom, Crowbar's favourite demolition, you know. <laughs> There's just, like, tag team wrestling, there's so many things that can happen in it, different, like, things that can go on at the same time. It's, it's brilliant, you know, it gives you more to work with. Uh, people's, people's perception of tag team wrestling is uh, it's just a tag team, but the whole psychology between a tag match 
is totally different because you've got four guys in there that are all trying to work together, look good, and and it's mm-hmm. just finding a way and making it work. I think tag wrestling's really, really overlooked in, in a lot of companies. Right. Instead of four guys just going in there and having like, like two singles matches, it's, it's, it works better like doing things as a team and figuring out ways for both of you to isolate other people and stuff that's brilliant. And look at all the promotions, the stuff that they've done when, when they were mm-hmm. a tag team. It's no, no the stuff that you see happening in the ring, it's the stuff on the apron or the uh, stuff between the them. Tiny the, I, the, I, the tiny details that make them a team and that's the best mm-hmm. thing about tag wrestling. That and you do most of the work and I'm just sitting there and <laughs> You come in and say with the Embattlement. I'm the player. Can I ask as well, like, in WWE, obviously there's not many established teams, but there is the teams like the Revival who are trying to bring back that old school mm-hmm. style. What are your thoughts on them? Like, is it the wee things they do? Is that the sort of things you were meaning with all promotions? I, I, I love the Revival. I think the Revival are brilliant. Yeah, um, I certainly enjoy the Revival's tag matches more than, the, than anybody else's mm-hmm. tag matches. I think, bear in mind that when I grew up, I was watching likes of Demolition Heart Foundation mm-hmm. obviously watching guys that, that were running about doing all this mental <laughs> well, like flippy indie flippy indie shit that's uh, it's uh, good like good WWE starting to bring back proper teams though instead of just yeah. two guys stuck together I just thrown two people and together and then put team at the end, end of the name you know what I mean like yeah. know, team helmet or something that, that's one of my annoyances when you watch it it's like the team of the Usos against you know John Cena and whoever he's feuding with uh, and, mm-hmm. and John, I like Bobby Lashley say, uh, and John Cena and Lashley beat them it's like devalues tag wrestling a little yeah, bit. It does. So you mentioned obviously the two E's were into all the same stuff and it was BT gun that sort of said, How are you know together? You know he's a you know he's a basically the same person here, but like let's get together. What was it that brought you together with your trainer in NXT UK Star Wolfgang? Because you've sort of formed the stable we had originally in ICW. It's a lot of things in common, isn't it? Like, I I think again for, for day one, like say the the way you mean Stevie gelled that was how me and Wolfgang gelled and Stevie and Wolfgang and that because we've, we've all got kind of similar traits and, and I think the biggest the biggest part of that gelling process was we all like bikes mm. and, and that was that it's and it also seemed like it also seemed something in this, so that he always took time to come and give us more advice or like show us new stuff or fix fine tune things that like they always gave us the time and came and spoke to us about that. Staying back, maybe an hour after training and, and working on one specific thing, you mm-hmm. let a move or, or the way you Just fine tuning it to make us like a better like, team. Like, uh, and obviously, there's a love of Sons Anarchy there that kind of comes through <laughs> with the, the uh, Asylum original uh, gear and all that. Apparently, well, it's, it's just standard biker gear. <laughs> it's, um, apparently, Wolfgang's never seen Sons Anarchy, <laughs> which is ridiculous. I think BT has either. No, 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 I think he's started Is watching. Started it, right? I, I, it's just for Wolfgang being a biker and no watching Sunday Anarchy is just crazy. I um, think it's clear when you watch uh, the past few WrestleManias that somebody's gave Triple H a DVD copy of Sons Anarchy for Christmas. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I totally. He's went on for Game of Thrones, he's finished that, he's all caught up, no, he's gone away. So, Wolfgang, you mentioned NXT UK, then sensational for himself, it's a great asset to have to the school. He's away at the minute and you're teaming a bit more with BT these days and you're going to be in the Kings of Honor tournament together. Is there any messages you want to send to people in the tournament and is there any specific teams you've got that you're eye on? Uh, absolutely. Teams like More Than Hype. Like I've, I've watched a few of their videos online and I, I'm pretty impressed, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the Anti-Fun Police. 
Yeah, we know they're no joking because they've been involved with matches like the Kinky Party recently and all that stuff. So we know we've got a workout for us, and we've also got the what, Dallas Mavericks. Aye. Oh, <laughs> Absolutely. So it'll be good knocking lumps out of the idiots mm-hmm. and then getting through to the rest of the teams. But there's teams like the Wild Boys, Andy Wild, Kieran Kelly, um, Aaron Echo. Not one of them to be overlooked, you know what I mean? Like, so that it's going to be tough, but we know that we are, as a, a group, we're better than everybody else in this tournament. You talk about Dallas, the Dallas Mavericks, you've had your issues with them. You and Square Go as well, you and your Jacob stolen. Aye. Ah, Freddie Davy. Ah. Did you manage to get that back up in Aberdeen or is he, he still cutting a bit well? No, no, I managed to get it back. There's only so many times Davy can get away with what he's done. And there's only so many times that Dallas can get away with what he's done. Because, quite honestly, the, the way they're running about, like they run the show, every one of them needs a wee, a wee slap in the gut just Absolutely. to uh, bring them down a peg or two. Aye. Steve, you mentioned the likes of more than hype coming off the island, you know, the no fun police coming off with progress. What would it mean to win this, you know, because it looks like it could be an annual thing because there has been a, you know, the King of Trios has been a Chikara staple for years. Yeah. There is a demand for both tag wrestling and multi-man tag wrestling. What would it mean to be the first? It'd, it'd mean absolutely everything. It'd give us something like for the hard work we've done getting to this point. And it also shows to everyone what we already know is just how good we are and as a unit uh, yeah, like, it solidifies us as a unit I mean you, you look at everybody that's in there there's not one team in there a Whitten Boys mm-hmm. every team in there has got the potential to to win that tournament and you've got Sean Jester uh, you've got the, the Sinky Party uh, <laughs> uh, that's the game Lately, everyone in that's not uh, to be like former world champions and stuff like it's it's going to be tough but we're better that's something I always like about a tournament because we talked about like so the Cruiserweight Classic and the UK tournament on the show before we talk about the people that were cannon fodder I, I don't like that I like to see every round be a shot aye you don't aye, no you, throw away aye you want eight of the best you don't want four of the best and then when we get to the semis there'll be a shot or two you want the best of the best because what's the point of the first start then like what's the point exactly that just devalues the competition so at time of recording you guys are taking on the Fight Network tomorrow night Mm-hmm. Uh, looking yep. sharp, Krager, kid fight. Thoughts on them as a team, and are they a team that you think need a slap in the gub? Well, they need a slap in the gub, but they're three uh, tough bastards. Like, <laughs> they always need a slap in the gub. Aye. This between us has been going on for how long now? I think this is always going to be one of the things where, see, see when you just meet somebody that you just don't like. Aye. I think that's, that's pretty much us in the, the fight network. I would love to shove my boot up. Uh, looking sharp's arse and, and really sharp. He's like an annoying wee terrier. Ah, wee rabbit dog. Just does he shut his mouth, man? And Craig's like a big stupid St Bernard's that just <laughs> kicks about with him. It's the best way to describe it. That's it. But take nothing away from them. They they they'll hit. Oh, as, as, as good as they uh, get. You know, like um, they'll stand toe to toe and not look at each other. But it just seems like it's never going to end. And uh, it's good. So, Charlie Vice from GPWA is also going to be on that show tomorrow, making his debut, GPWA graduate. Who to you are the people, other than Charlie, to watch coming out of GPWA? Is there any specific names that you could turn around and say, watch out for this one? Charlie, um... There's a wee guy, uh, Levi Justice. Brilliant. Looking at him like, size-wise, you think, no, but... Aye. Boy, packs a punch. Aye, he is. Aye. He's good. He's, he's still got a wee bit more 
a wee bit more time to kind of progress in that. But when when he starts getting on shows a lot a lot more regular, he's going to be dynamite. Yeah. Sam Barber, I don't think gets oh, nowhere near enough credit. Like, no, ideas. Aye, he should be on every show in Scotland. He's, he's he's that good. Nice. Why he's no why he's no on shows in England is I, I think it's just especially that boy busts his ass as hard as he does. Aye, know, um, I think it's criminal. Deserves more. Yeah, so Sam Barber, Levi Justice, and Charlie Vicks all aye, people so, to look out for. Aye. So does Mary, Eli Bulwark as well? Oft. Aye, absolutely. He's a big boy and. He's definitely like rising quite fast, you know, in this island, yeah. so it's, it's good. Um, I'd like to see him get more shows, maybe get an ISW and stuff on matches. Best thing you can do is if anybody's got any time, come down to a five pound wrestling show because these guys are on that show and you'll see them see them for the start and then when they get into ICW or SWA or, mm. or PBW or wherever it's gonna be, you'll see them grow. And obviously the hook with five pound wrestling there is always a surprise main event, so you always get your two big guys at the end of the night, you know, yep. and also you get to see the future then and there. Yep. It's a brilliant idea. Like it's something I've not seen anywhere else. Like you know, like just you don't know what the match is going to be. Out of blue, could be two of the best in the UK, Scotland. But that's 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 pretty much a testament to GPWA wrestling experience, Scotland, and mm-hmm. and Red Red Lightning. Mm-hmm. On a whole, is he's he's seen something a gap in the market, and Aye. he's something will be done. Nobody's done it and he's he's pushing it. A lot of your success has got to be put down to likes of Red Lightning because Aye. if it wasn't for him, I don't think anybody else would have gave us gave us a chance to begin with. Yeah, when I sat down with Red, it was before the last, not the secret show, but the one before that, the five pound wrestling. And it, he said to me before the interview, I was trying to prize it out him because I'm like, this goes out after it. Can you maybe tell me who? He's like, no, I guarantee you, you never paid a fiver to see this last time. And it was Joe Coffey and BT Gun. You're like, that was a high romance event. Yep. I've spent five quid Aye. to get to see two of the best in Scotland rattle lumps at each other, and I've got to see the future. Yeah, we don't even we don't yeah. even know. We don't get told like even the secret <laughs> even the secret show. We just got told show up. Show up. Uh-huh. You, you, you two are on the show. Show uh-huh. up, and that's it. We don't even know. What we doing? You'll find out when, uh, when it gets announced. All right, cool. Because <laughs> we we got there relatively early, and obviously as it's the asylum, the coaches that are there, you see a few of them rattling about and you're like, are they just there as coaches? Are they, they have a wrestling? You, no. like, uh, working with the Kings of Catch, we've seen some more of your comedic entertainment side. What is your personal favourite about where the Kings of Catch been? And what is it like working with Lewis and Aspen? I love working with Lewis and Aspen. The good thing, I think, with us, Lewis and Aspen, is we're never, never scared to try anything. Mm-hmm. I think it brings out something I don't know like, I, fun and fresh in us like because there's no deep hatred we, we know we, we are like we're in the past with him but I, there's always going to be professional rivalry with mm-hmm. him but the good thing with, with Lewis and Aspen is I think they're on the same kind of wavelength yeah. as us they might not necessarily do the same style as us but you put four years in a room and, and, and you'll get you either get a ridiculously mm-hmm. stupid match or a really, really solid, serious match. Yeah. Best match we've had with him. I know, the ICW matches are great, but there's also... That match in the, Mary Hill. The match in Mary Hill. Musical uh, chairs. We won. We did They cheated. Uh, um, that was a laugh. Um, I think every match that we have with, with Kings of Catch is, is probably our favourite match uh, with, with, with them because everyone's different. I never had a bad match with them. Uh, always enjoyed it and always look forward to the next one. Even 
that Christmas death match uh, oh, that, yeah, that, that, right. that, that we had. I was I turned up to the venue and I was ill that day. I, I had yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. a forty eight hour bug or something. There was something going about, and I just happened to catch it. And I was for the whole afternoon. I was locked in the band room and. In the garage died, to man. try and get rid of this, to, to try and sleep it off of that. And uh, all while people are making weapons and aye, and they uh, wrestling figures. They looked after me in that match, so <laughs> it was good boys. Good boys, definitely. I mean, personally, I wouldn't have looked after you because who puts wrappers back in the tin after eating them? I mean, that's that's a Christmas room. That's right, right. You, you don't. What are neck? <laughs> Seriously, listen. That's worse than thinking. You could have tilted me before we walked out. What you know what I mean? <laughs> I was hungry, right? I, had <laughs> I, no, no I was ill, I had nothing to eat, I needed a wee bit of a, 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 sh- a sugar rush. I mean, and I thought, Stevie, Stevie, that's empty, you know? And I thought, do, 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 do you know something? <laughs> the good guys, they want their stone. I mean, look at the shape of me, it's, it's not as if I'm, I'm, I'm short of eating a bar of chocolate or... Hot books. It's Christmas. They got us good presents too. You got soaks. <laughs> I get links to Africa. <laughs> they got nothing. I mean, that's worse than going to your grannies. You find the shortbread tin, you bust it open, it's a sewing kit inside. <laughs> or the old receipts for the bank <laughs> five years ago. Yeah, I'm thinking that's why I cheered Kings of Catch in the match. I was split before we went in, but no, right at that bit. It was just too much fun. Uh, if you told us that before the interview, you, you wouldn't have been doing this. <laughs> <laughs> As well, that match in Mary Hill, you were assaulted by many members of the audience. Happens a few times, actually. One of which is uh, one of our panellist Gary was his daughter Lucy was one of the children to kick you up the rear end if Lucy's listening right now do you have a wee well, I'll, 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 I'll tell you let's see if Lucy ever comes to an all wrestling experience Scotland show and I see her <laughs> and she's anywhere near that ring she's going to get dragged into that ring and me and Stevie's going to just batter her because that's nothing but full blown assault it was assault it was assault brought you to your knees <laughs> she's taking advantage of me in a very precarious situation can he defend himself on that? No. So Lucy, your cards are marked. That's Lucy who's nine years old, ladies and gentlemen, that tells you about the pulse. I'm teaching her a lesson, right? Because if she keeps continuing doing this path, she Oof. could become a, a shoplifter or... Uh, jail, that's it. Jail, I, jail's jail, jail that's it. So, I can't Young stop. offenders. That's it. Pick it's a tough fight. love. Pick a fight. Standing face to face. Don't just run Tough love. Do you think you maybe become a prospect of the pulse? Have to work her way up. Sorry, a bad company, I should say. I don't know. Could you let that slide? You know, like no, no, no. That's it. No, no. She's out of contention. She's that's it. She yeah, needs to do like some kind of community service or something first. I mean, in fairness, her favourite wrestler is Wolfgang. I'm sure he can smooth something. Out. Favourite Wolf wrestler should be Crowbar after we've done him. So, uh, one last question before we fire on the quick fire. I need to ask you. Hydro, he's were fighting for an opportunity for the tag titles. Scotland's biggest city now, the biggest show ICW's year. What was that like? What went to the Hydro? That was not like it. Aye, amazing. Um, um, the the full lead up to that day was just even the full week. It never really hurt us until a couple of days before it. I don't think it really hurt until you step through that curtain and you just look to the side and go, "Shit, mate, we're here." Um, you know, it's I remember. I don't remember much about the match. I just remember walking out 
and it was actually uh, Dunk that said to me after the match, you, you don't see it in the camera that, but you, you walk out and I'm just standing there on the stage and I'm just looking around and I'm taking everything in and I'm just like, all right, this is, this is happening, this is cool. That's it, from the asylum to the hydro, you know, it's, mm. it's such a buzz, such a rush, mm-hmm. especially the, the teams we're working with. Like, you got the Kings of Cats and then teams like the Briscoes, like we'd always want to like, love to work with Ashton and Rampage. Ashton and Rampage. To work with them inside, like that, that building on that show was, was something else. It was an experience that, like, uh, like no other. It's, it's mental to think we only started training about three years ago. Aye. It's a great advert for ICW as well because you're their prospects, you're from their training school. Mm-hmm. Homegrown talent. It's Aye. a great, great st- advert for GPWA Aye. and stuff. We started, like, like, like so. you, you, you think you're in the hydro, we didn't know like, where this would go, you know? Aye. So we, we, when we started, our first, our first match, if you can call it, was a battle royal in Alexandra Park. And it was, uh, it's, on, it's on YouTube somewhere. Is that your camouflage gear in it? Aye. Uh, oh, man. Uh, we'll not talk about no. it. You sure you don't want to talk about it? Is it the name? No. Um, Steve, tell us more about his camouflage gear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I do that. You'll find it on YouTube, though. Um, Send you a link. Aye. That was your first involvement, and even that, that was a big deal. Oh, we knew nothing. Aye. We, 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 even <laughs> when, uh, and then we'd done the Denison show, I mm-hmm. think a month month later we were uh, wrestling BT Gun and, and oh no I was wrestling BT Gun and Stevie Boy I was wrestling Austin Osiris uh, first match yep. yep and then it just grew and grew for there Dallas came backstage at that after that show I just I just came back for a 10 day drinking session at Oktoberfest <laughs> so I was bloated I was just I literally drank for 10 days and then I spent 30 hours riding my bike from Munich to, to, to Hamilton and then I was wrestling the next day so I was I was in bad shape and I was sitting in the changing room like that and Dallas came in and uh, he was giving other people feedback and I'm hearing him giving other people feedback and I'm like oh man he's going to rip me apart because he's telling guys oh you need to go to the gym you need to do this you need to do that and he uh, came up to me and he was like, ah, see all this? The hair, the beard, the tattoos, <laughs> the beer gut, don't ever change. <laughs> and I was like, brilliant. Did you not cut your hair like a couple of weeks later though? Aye. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't like to conform. Had to, had to change something. You tell me what you did, it's not happening. Aye, so ever since then it's just grown. Every, every match has always had that kind of big match uh, feel to us because... Mm. Aye, we didn't expect to be where we are. Um, so every time we go out there, you know, we just we love it and try and make the most of it. Make the most of Fair enough. So all you can ask for an answer, really. Is, it is a hard thing to describe. He's done great to give the listeners a wee insight into what that, the journey there was. So we'll go with a wee bit of quick fire here. So The Rock or Steve Austin? Steve Austin, always. always. Steve Austin. That's not useful, but. So obviously biker fans, are you purist that you like the original Undertaker or are you badass Undertaker? I'm a fan of both. Like uh, I, I enjoyed American Badass. I know some people don't like it, but well, I enjoyed it. Like I liked seeing him be him instead of just the dead guy, you know? I was hoping uh, for WrestleMania uh, 33 that he was gonna come out as, as biker taker. I think he should. I think he should come back for maybe like a wee bit, just as biker taker. Well the rumour was last year before Kid Rock went on a political rant at the uh, Hall of Fame. That's what he was brought in for. He was uh-huh. got a day badass taker. And then the rumour is this year, 
they want Limp Biscuit in to the rolling. rolling. So I, it's got to be one of the things until he eventually turns around and says, No, I'm actually done. That every year it'll be Michael Taker's coming. Big Michael Taker. <laughs> it's not as if we could just leave it like it was a nice wee three year thing. Like, no, it, we need Aye. to bring it back. Bring it back. There you go. It's done. Uh, Hogan or Savage? Savage. I've flip flopped with this one in my, my whole life. I love Hogan and Savage, so it's tough. Um, I think, see, it's, it's totally different now. Because the face one with the heel, I like No, no, see, because see, see, you're training. Mm-hmm. What play Savage? Aye. Aye, but for like just the character there and Hulk Hogan, like he was, it was Hulk Hogan. He made everything happen, didn't he? <laughs> it's hard to think now, but you need to think of what he did in that moment, mm-hmm. in, in the moment at that time. Yeah. He's somebody you, you can't tell by his pro wrestling world. Yeah, like, all that stuff, like Andre the Giant and stuff, leading up to WrestleMania 3 was amazing. Like, oh, the chain of his neck, like, you still watch it and go, oh, that's brilliant. It's the wee au revoir for Andre, the wee hand flip au revoir. B to your Wolfie. Oh, Stevie. That was a cop and a half. Lewis or Aspen? Aspen. Lewis. Favourite venue that isn't the Hydro you've wrestled in? I'll probably say the SWG3. Just a nice venue. Battlelands is cool. Uh, venue you'd like to wrestle in within coming years? I'd have loved to, uh, to wrestle in the go to is it the ABC? ABC. One just recently. Well done, like we did. Did we? Aye. Right. Sure. Aye. Well done. Right, can we ask a card match with Ashton Rampage? Let's go. Alright, aye, so it is. Right. There we go. Right. There you go, that's <laughs> one thing off the bucket list. <laughs> So, other than the O2 ABC, which apparently you have wrestled in, I think you'd like to wrestle in. Blackpool Tower, like the, the downside of the PCW. Uh, I've seen photos in there and that's lovely in there, I think that'd be good. Eli Bulwark, the, the other week, wrestled in Bradford. That's nice. And he put up a photo uh, on his, uh, I think it was his personal page, and it looked brilliant. It was lovely. Nice. So, favourite opponent that's not Kings of Catch? Ashton Rampage. Uh, like that match Ashton Rampage which does like you know I mean it uh, was like that match you forgot about till five minutes I know <laughs> it was yeah. the venue I forgot about <laughs> Yeston Yeston's good yeah Whippy I wrestled Whippy in a death match Jesus that was fun um, somebody weapons that you described to me were unbelievable uh, <laughs> it was just mental uh, BT Gun when I wrestled him in the garage that was that was probably Nice. So we'll split this one into two parts. Dream match just as used to as a team, who you'd like to face, and then dream match that you and the whole of Bad Company, the football fouries, would like to face. Hmm. Do I take a team? Because I know a team you've got to nah, right, go. Demolition. There you go. <laughs> who would you? They're still alive, so it's still entirely they're, they're possible. They're still wrestling in Indies, them and the Rotten Rollers wrestling. I reckon Pudge, Demolition, Kings of Catch. That'd be a great match. That would be a great That'd match. Be a great match. What we actually need Can is... Can we throw Rotten Rolling Express in there? Just I, make it a four-way? I, I, fuck it. <laughs> um, what we need is for people to start, really start tweeting it and getting... Look, tag ICW. Well, like when this interview goes out, we'll have the, the tagline Demolition versus Purge. Yes. And Kings of Catch. And Kings of Catch. Aye, I'm being absolutely brilliant, man. Aye. The Hardys would be amazing because it's different styles. Aye. Um, I think that'd be uh, like a learning curve and just something like from childhood growing up, like, working with. Briscoes as well. Briscoes. I'd, I'd, I'd love to wrestle the Briscoes and War Machine. In a tag match. Well, War Raiders now, aren't they? Aye. Um, 
because I think that, that that wee bit that we had with Briscoe's in the hydro that I, th- I loved that. I loved that. Even though it was a small bit, and I was we kind of got fucked up after it, but uh, <laughs> it was brilliant. Aye, Briscoe's. And a stable for you, Wolfie and BT face. Mm. It can be throughout history. Four horsemen. That's a belter of an answer. That's <laughs> an answer. I can't talk that. that. I don't know what incarnation, but... DX were pretty cool. If though. Like, mm. what doesn't matter what incarnation to any of them. <laughs> They came in here, like X Pack was injured, but Billy Gunn still came in. So he did, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Could be a show. Half Foundation. Aye, Half Foundation, aye. See, when I thought of this question, and I was sitting on the bus heading into the interview, the song that came on my headphones was Undisputed Errors. I'd love to see I would I, absolutely love that match. I'd love that match, I'd pick that one. I like to see Undisputed Error in ICW. Absolutely. He let him go to Evolve. He's letting Kyle O'Reilly go to Progress. Can we not have a few of them in ICW for a wee bit? There's every, every possibility. Nah, I think that'd be a brilliant match. Get that done. Get that, get that out of there. And finally, just to end it, who to you will be the next ICW champion? Like, after Lionheart? Wolfgang. Wolfgang. Aye. I thought it was the Wolfgang as BT on. Yeah, like, both of them have the ability to get it done. Wolfgang set his sights on it already, you know what I mean? So it's... Just a matter of time. Well, he's, he's not really, since Newcastle, he's not really had a chance to, to get back up on that, that pedestal. And BT Guns never had a rematch for No. So they've both got more than a decent shout in. So before we finish up, just guys, where can people find you like on shows in the coming coming weeks and months? So we've got uh, TNT on the 18th of April, Uproar on the 12th of April. And then the King of Honours tournament's coming up, and that's the 26th and 27th of May at the garage. You get a ticket for that now. We've also got Wrestling Experience uh, Scotland shows. There's one in Edinburgh coming up. That's a, that's a show for raising money for free charities. And Tarbot as well, wouldn't we? Like Tarbot, Tarbot aye, for Wrestling Experience Scotland. Pretty much, if you go into the Wrestling Experience Scotland Facebook page, we're pretty much I'd like to think we're going to be in, in Mace today I will be on most of the shows I'm most of the so. shows we've got a show coming up with them in Bathgate Luke Cryos and Paul Huntley oh that's the WD match for them uh, two local boys that are going to get a slap in Bathgate that's it they're up coming through the asylum now and I will just not look to them again they're tough boys but you're loyal in so if you want to see the pod not lump to each other, just look up Stevie James 1986 on Twitter. Or Stevie James Wrestler at Facebook and Instagram. And through that you can find wherever Crowbar is on Twitter. I should be on Twitter as Adam Kuchvalski, but that's a bit of a... It's a Scrabble one. If you go to his Facebook, it's at Pudge Crowbar. You'll find him there and you'll find more information than any of the pages about on the Pudge page and all that stuff. Stevie's a social media guru. <laughs> Not bad. Well, there you go. We know the roles of the pubs now, so thank you very much, lads, for joining us today. Thanks for having us. It's a blast. And you can find us at Suplex Retweet on uh, Twitter and Instagram, Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet on Facebook, and Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet on Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, all good Android podcasting sites. So many more interviews in the back catalogue Lionheart, Red Lightning, The Miz, Seth Rollins, Al Snow. I interviewed Al Snow. How weird is that? <laughs> uh, Did you get ahead? I unfortunately did not, it was through the phone. <laughs> phone head. <laughs> so many more, so many any endos to listen to. Thanks very much and bye-bye. Listen, cunts, I don't care what the fuck you think you're doing. Whatever you think is more important with your life, you honking bag of dick.
tips. You know what you should be doing? You should be going online, you should be subscribing, you should be listening to the back catalogue of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, whatever the f*** you're doing, that's what you should be doing. I don't care if it's your mum's birthday, I don't care if she's feeling contractions, get on it right now.